So, here we are at TCC IRL. In New York City! We're in Brooklyn, actually, but it sounds cool to say New York City! It sure does. It's nice to be hanging out. We've, I, it's been lovely to see you in the flesh. There you are. Listeners, you can't see us, but we are looking at each other. In flesh. It's been great. We got, we got horrendously drunk on the first night and made fools of ourselves. Yeah. Second day, we really couldn't function. And then today, Belinda's full of beans and I'm exhausted. Yeah. So. But we've also created some lovely content yeah. by asking all the speakers here to give us some great advice. We've asked everyone here, or at least the speakers, <laughs> what's your one thing you wish you knew at the start of your career? Yeah. So, so let's start by us. Yeah, you go first. I was thinking about this and I, you know, it's actually struck me today that I spent a lot of my early copywriting career going it alone. Uh, I don't know what was wrong with me, but I didn't realise there were courses. I'd never heard of Gary Halbert or Dan, what's in my face? I don't know who any of these people are. I mean, I knew who David Ogilvy was, but because I worked at Ogilvy, but I didn't realise that there were all these resources and things already out there. I just took my agency knowledge and made the best of it, and then I started creating communities of copywriters. And you just see people at events like this and at copywriting school now and your courses you've just really fast-tracked mm. you know what's take what took me six years is taking them like one or two because yeah. getting advice you know you can do it alone because maybe you don't want to spend the money and you want to have that sense of doing it yourself which is very much me I'm not very good at spending money on things but I got it would have been so much quicker if I had just done a couple of courses I think you have to be careful not to go crazy yeah and um, maybe found a bit of a mentor or a little bit of a group mm. where I could have got support and I don't... Do you think did these things exist when we started? I was just thinking I, I had exactly the same question. 11 years ago. I love the industry now that yeah, there are multiple groups. I mean, like, you know, everybody's got a blooming copywriting group. Everyone's got a mastermind or whatever. I really don't think it was as prevalent 11 years ago. No. I mean, Facebook wasn't even as big. But, yeah, so I guess if you're starting out today, you're in a very new world with lots more things to choose from. Try and find someone that you resonate with, that makes you laugh, that you feel comfortable with that you respect and then yeah suck the knowledge from their brains and save yourself a lot of time what would be your thing that you would do differently we talk about systems and processes a lot and we all know the importance of systems and processes but I think I wish I understood that if I created templates and systems and processes earlier I could deliver a better customer experience because we get so excited and we take more work on and then we get burnout and but it's those little moments with a customer that will tie them to you and that's where you get repeat business so I wish I'd understood that I could take a lot of that admin off my plate and work on delight a little Mm. bit more a little bit earlier because that can be a real differentiator I'm going to do a little plug here because that's that's my topic for CopyCon. Oh, nice! How to make clients fall in love with you, how to make them lust after you, basically. So I think it's so important, and I think it's, that's a lot of what's come out of this conference today. It's the relationship with the client. Yes, it's pricing. Yes, it's packaging. Yes, it's writing great copy. But it's really about that first contact with the client. The how to have good phone calls. Yeah, exactly. So, but I guess enough of us. Yeah. Sick of hearing from us. Let's hear it from all our fabulous experts on what is their number one tip. Hi, name, question, answer. Uh, (laughs) This is Kevin Rogers. I'm being cheeky. Uh, Great question. So one thing I wish I'd have known when I was starting out as a freelance copywriter is that I don't have to do things that I'm not good at because it uh, makes life harder 
and uh, nobody will notice when I stop doing them. So the example is uh, my first mentor was such a control freak that he would put the graphics in his sales letter. Uh, and he taught me to do the same because you can't leave it up to the designer to screw it up, right? And it was horrible at graphics. And it would add like two weeks to the project. When I'm like, and they looked, no matter how much I, time I put into it, they looked horrible. And so I finally realized I can't keep doing this. It's not what I do. Surely they should hire somebody else. And then I just stopped offering it and nobody ever brought it up, right? So sometimes we invent things that we think are adding value when in fact they're taking value away. So so if you're doing anything in your projects right now that you feel like you shouldn't be, stop. No one will probably notice. Hi, I'm Kira Hug, co-founder of the Copywriter Club. And one thing I wish I knew at the start of my career is the power of surrounding yourself with people who are five steps ahead of you, 10 steps ahead of you, um, and really being in the room with the right people who can give you that advice, especially when you enter in the freelance world and uh, you don't, aren't surrounded by a team, you're usually solo. It's so important to have people who are honest with you and can give you feedback on what you're doing, what you could do better, um, and that's how you grow fast. And so I wish I would have known that earlier, uh, but since I did learn that, my business has grown dramatically faster. Joanna, we've here from Copy Hackers, conversion copywriter. Happy to chat. I wish yes. I had known mm-hmm. when I was first starting out this, this one thing, and that is to always start with a framework and then use formulas. I wish I'd known that because you, I would just start writing out of the clear blue sky and never knowing like where to begin. And then when I found, I think Ada was the first one I found and I was like, Oh damn, what? And of course it's like not a perfect like template, but that's, you don't need a perfect template. And then I found problem agitation solution and that was it. I was done after that. I'm like, I'm good. I got this from now on. And I was it. Yeah, that's my tip. That's what I would do. I'm Justin Blackman, and my one tip is you're always going to be better than you think you are, and you're never going to know it all. What I've found is my first drafts, uh, as much as I think that they're terrible, they're actually usually a pretty good starting place, and there's always a good nugget to work from, even if I think it's terrible. And then whenever I think that I've learned how to do something properly, there's always going to be some new technique, and uh, I I just decided that I'm always going to learn my entire life. Hi, I'm Michal Isikowitz, owner of Michal Isikowitz Copywriting, and what I wish I knew when I started my career was that there are enough clients out there who are willing to pay for your value. If you brand yourself right and market yourself right, they are there and they will come. So better to spend time branding yourself and marketing yourself than chasing after clients desperately, clients who won't pay what you're worth. Okay, I'm Bond Halbert, and uh, I don't really have the same sort of sleeping in your car and trying to struggle to learn copywriting story that everybody else does. Most people know that's why. But the one thing I will say was surprising to me how few people do it is actually walking in the shoes of your prospects because 
when I would go to publish a book on Amazon, I would actually walk, I would go buy a book on Amazon to learn how the process works when you're struggling for that solution and looking for the solution in that way. And while you're doing that, if you're hyper aware, you find different places where you can advertise different opportunities to make points in your descriptions, things like that. And that's with everything. I can't imagine the, you know, the power you get actually walking through buying something that you're actually, you know, in the same media that you're going to sell it will open your eyes and show you lots of things where other people have not bothered to look and it'll give you advantage over other marketers. And I've done it and made several breakthroughs just by doing that alone. Hey there, I'm Shanti Zach, and I am a quiz funnel strategist. And what I wish I'd learned sooner in my copywriter career was the power of specialization. You might hear the word quizzes and think, that's very narrow, not much room in there. But trust me, I've got more work coming than I can even handle. So specialize, specialize, specialize. And a little bonus tip, if you can, try to be confident, even if on the inside, you don't feel all that confident. It makes a huge difference. That's it. I'm Leanna Patch. I'm the head puncher at Punchline Conversion Copywriting. The one thing I wish I had known uh, when I started, which was like 10 years ago, um, is that it's okay to talk like a human being when you're negotiating with clients. It's okay to say things like, oh, I think I'm not clear on what's happening here, or um, can we just do this thing instead of couching everything in what I thought was very professional language, but looking back at, the, uh, looking back at it, like all my emails were just super stilted and put more distance uh, into what should have been like the beginning of a relationship. Slampropolis. What I wish I had known when I was first starting out was the business aspects of being a copywriter. And uh, you're really, you're a business owner. Whether you're a one-man shop or a 20-man shop, you're a business owner. And I was good at writing the copy, but I was terrible at everything else. And the good news is you don't have to be great at everything else if you hire other people who are. But you really need to have that aspect covered. Otherwise, you're just going to be like walking in circles. Hi, I'm Abby Woodcock. And the, fir- the one thing that I wish I knew starting out was that nobody actually really knows what they're doing. So there's this idea that all these people in copywriting and freelancing have all their stuff all together. And it turns out everybody's just kind of figuring out as they go. So it, it made me feel a lot better once I discovered that. Hi, this is Prerna from Content Bistro. And the one thing I wish I'd known at the start of my career as a conversion copywriter is that it doesn't have to be hard. It can be easy if you put systems and processes in place and just kind of own your presence and authority as as a business and as a professional, it becomes so much easier and you're not wasting a lot of time doing the same things over and over again. So 
I didn't have a lot of systems in place when I started out, especially for things like client calls and onboarding and offboarding and all of those things. And those are so easy to just templatize and put together. Like if you could just do that, you would end up saving so much time. And this works great. Um, and when then you can't afford to bring someone on your team, you can just go ahead and hand them those and yeah, you save time on training. So if you're starting out, start out with systems and processes and go ahead and yeah, own your space. That's it. My name is Tarzan Kay. I'm a launch strategist and copywriter. And the one thing I wish I had known at the beginning of my career, and you're not going to like this, <laughs> the one thing I wish I had known is how important it is to fail and how my greatest failures would be the best lessons and they would make me so much money in the years to come. All right. Well, that is our roundup of the Copywriting Club in real life in New York City. And of course, this is when we wrap up the show by reading out a review. And today we want to give a huge thank you to Pixel Happy Studio from the USA. I have so many podcasts on my list to listen to, like a to-do list, and I hardly ever listen to a complete episode. I only discovered Hot Copy Podcast and have already listened to two episodes, like really listened. Best podcast ever. Entertaining, but most important, awesome and educational. Practical real-world copywriting education. Go Hot Copy. No, go you, Pixel Happy Studio. So... If you'd like a shout out on the show, leave us a review on iTunes, on Stitcher, on the hotcopypodcast.com website. You can also listen to us on Spotify now. Hmm. Well, that's it for this roundup episode. I hope you've picked up some fantastic little nuggets from the speakers. Until next time, happy writing. Thanks for listening right to the end. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy my two other podcasts. I have one called The Recipe for SEO Success, which is all about SEO tips, advice, and helping you grapple the Google beast. And my other, The Confessions of a Misfit Entrepreneur, which is all about dealing with the stresses of running your own business. You can find both of them on iTunes and Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts. So the one thing I wish... Name first. Okay. <laughs>